0: Welcome to The Travelling Senorita, episode number 30. Wow, what a week it has been. I have been uh, hanging out with uh, Tourism Australia's international media marketplace, where creative media minds from around the globe get together and discuss destinations and brands to travel. This is a travel podcast, as you know, and please do rate and review it uh, and tell your friends about it, because I really enjoy doing it. As you can tell, I'm up to episode 30, and I would like to keep doing it, uh, but I need an audience. So at the end of the day, stories are there to be told. I believe everyone has a story. And I like to think that I can find them and dig deeper, but sometimes I don't even have to dig that deep because one of these stories that's been kind of marinating in my mind for about 20 years right now is uh, a lovely young lady who's a very, very dear friend of mine uh, who has been just building this incredible uh natural company from the ground up but prior to that she has got a super incredible story that originated in mexico her name is eri perez please welcome eri perez hi eri kylie so fortunate to have you here i can't believe it you
1: actually now making my interview after after all these years chatting about being together traveling sharing moments with your when you have your little boys I know. and i was just this mexican baby now we're all grown
0: up <laughs> we were more than a mexican babysitter now we've grown up and it's been 20 years so i want you to tell me a little bit about you um as a little girl and where you grew up so that we can paint the picture of what it looked like for a young Airy. well
1: i um, have a beautiful family my mom and dad they're in mexico still um i'm 45 now they probably around 80. my dad and my mom 65 so he's 15 years older than her mm. so i always have a very um incredible father he was always very good to me very uh open-minded and so since i was little he always pushed me to be creative and do things and be myself and uh, try to uh, be part of circles and be just who i wanted to be so um due to that um we started living in mexico city after i was born in monterey and then a couple of years later we moved to monterey with my mom's family any so family where, where
0: is Monterey? Put us in the picture where So Monterey is.
1: is up north mm-hmm. and it's a beautiful city. It's very cultural. Uh, it's, uh, I could say, like Mexico uh, and Monterey is like Melbourne and Sydney. So let's get an hour on the plane. And, uh, so
0: closer to the, like the Texas border? Yes. The, at the, at yes, the, well, uh, a couple basically. of
1: hours. Headed. Yeah, right, Two so trails. heading up
0: north. Yep.
1: It's, uh, it's called Monterey because, like I said, like the king of the mountains. So it's surrounded, it's a beautiful city, it's surrounded by mountains, they're all green and beautiful, and um, it's got a lot, a lot of people, it's like the second biggest city in our country, and it's been, uh, since I was there, I I had all my family with me every day, and have very close uncles and aunties, always teaching me things, my grandparents, uh, they were biochemists, they always... Playing with chemistry and doing things. Is this is on
0: your father's side. On
1: my father's yeah. side. Yeah, yeah. It was so beautiful. like My grandpa already was playing with solar energy. He had all these old cars in his backyard. And that was 30, 40 years ago. I don't know what age, but when he was doing this. And he invented a lot of things like a mirror for example he created a formula to make mirrors um, a lot of things it was just very That's beautiful too yeah <laughs> it was very nice to be with him he was a beautiful man and he played the cello he painted it and my grandma she was i always said she was quite a woman in those years because uh, she had seven children and she still have to go to work every day she had a laboratory with my grandpa mm. they helped all the people who was coming from the train to do their analysis, and that's what they did. And that's how they grew up every single one of my uncles and aunties. And then I just say to her, how do you have seven kids? How could you do this? And I just end up with three. I could have them more, but I think that's enough for me. But my grandpa, was, my grandma and my grandpa were really brave with seven. Um, then after that, I had the influence of my mom's family. They're in Chihuahua. Another, not like the little dog. This is the biggest state in Mexico. But the little dog comes from there, I, right? I I'm not sure, really. I don't want to <laughs> lie. I'm I'm very good at at um. No, but
0: what a cool name I, for a, have a Chihuahua. Chihu- but I
1: think I think uh, every time I talk about Chihuahua, they think is mm-hmm. this tiny place. So where, where How huge. far is that from Monterrey? So it's um another hour two on the plane and another 13,
0: 14 and hour what, drive. What, does, what is Chihuahua like? I I've been to Mon- I've been lucky enough to be in Mexico with you a couple of times, so yeah. I definitely know Mexico City. I know the Yucatan now, where you where you did your um, you know twenty year celebration last year, yeah. And now I know Monterey really well, which I would describe as a contemporary, kind of a modern contemporary yet historical city. Ari, yes, beautiful, and beautiful architecture. But I don't know what Chihuahua looks like. So, so can you give us a visual? So Chihuahua
1: is more a, a dry kind of place. Um, they were even though uh, we have a lot of. Um, uh, cotton and apples so and a lot of farming is more now about um cattle so yeah. it's been so ranch, the industry so the ranch, ranch but then yeah. now it's been taken over by the car industry so they a lot of manufacturing mm-hmm. obviously for the u.s it's very close to the u.s chihuahua is a big state there is a lot to say about our state it's beautiful and but one of the things in there is got this mystical side of it that it comes from the tarahumaras which is the the people, the original indigenous people from that area. Mm-hmm. They're beautiful uh, people, surrounded by lots of fabrics and colors. And is they, their
0: culture still um, quite they, prevalent? Is they it still? Yeah, yeah,
1: they're still there. Um, and they and they preserve that culture like the main culture yeah, in a way. Or? Yeah, yeah, they're they're good. Like I mean, like everywhere, like Mexico has a lot of um, social problems. Yeah. But uh, still, I think it's uh, beautiful to know that it's a background that we have is in our blood and uh and they're in this area they're just my my grandparents on my mom's side they live in a little town very close to the big city chihuahua and um uh, they had a beautiful life they passed away uh in the 90s both yeah, of them really quite yeah uh, very uh, they, is, it? is there
0: something in the water there or what was, were they eating no they were
1: just <laughs> amazing they healthy they lasted all my four grandparents they lasted till uh, 94 96 98 97 years old so they all last a long time so I hopefully i have a long run to give to juan <laughs> to my husband. Do
0: you think it's something to do with um, the meeting kind of we took we coined this thing with food now or we have to label it organic or we have to say that it's farm to table or whatever it is but when you if you go right back which is what we're trying to do these days is going back to our grandparents heritage that's all we're really trying to do right now because we're not eating in my opinion we're eating you know quite synthetic foods and pesticide foods do you think they just had a natural organic life you know
1: people every time somebody asks me that I, i didn't study this and i cannot say i hate to say this because i do sell beautiful products that are clean formulas and and they're good for your skin but when i look at my grandparents and i was with them for a long time in my life I was lucky enough to see their lives for more than 40 years and uh, I think it's all about the attitude, I think they're just four people who was content I think they were just looking forward to every day mm. they both have, both couples have seven children, they always had a, a good set of mind they're just people who were, I just think today we don't, don't feel that we achieve enough all the time I think very layered,
0: very complicated.
1: I think we want a lot. Mm. Just the fact that we live in a very good, uh, communicated world now is a lot that we share information. It Mm. just makes us crave more, and and then maybe that makes us just don't rest enough. And I think. They, they all, I remember my grandma, no matter what, she had her siesta. She yeah. rested it. You know, she's not like, oh no, I need to do all these episodes How of Netflix.
0: Good is that? <laughs> yeah. I actually have been saying for so long, let's bring the siesta to every yeah. single country around yeah, the yeah, world. I'm yeah. a big fan of the siesta. I just think it's nice isn't to it rest. because you said this to me today, actually, um, and I do it too. I get a kind of a low sugar around about three o'clock or so, but you got to think what we actually try and do yeah. in, the, in that day. That's why I think the siesta exists yeah. but what we'll do or what I would do is probably grab some sort coffee of, or something some sort of hit you know like yeah. a sugar or something to keep it yeah. going but what we should be doing is laying down for a just while just cover this after lunch letting our <laughs> food absorb absorb yeah take some time with siesta and then come back later we forget the siesta and still work later <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. It's, it's crazy what we do yeah, and
1: everybody yeah. goes yeah i have a nine to five year well most of people don't no, because no, they no. go in in the night you connect back to your phone or your computer and do emails or even Time a zones. lot of people like you you work on your phone and yeah. i just think for me is um i find their lives incredible and in in fact of my grandparents in chihuahua they they, even a couple of years ago, when I went with them, I took my, my, all my children met them. Mm. They were really lucky. Mm. I have a 10-year-old, 8-year-old, and a 5-year-old. Mm. And um, they just were so happy. in my little boy was with me in this um, beautiful... Uh, I don't know how you call it, but it, it was two horses mm. carrying my grandma in this long wooden car. Like
0: a cart, almost? Like oh, a cart. Yeah. And then yeah.
1: she was... Lying there, and all the town was walking behind her so when she passed away. So is that away? the
0: traditional way that um, a burial would happen? Well, not everywhere, or... but in a
1: town, like it's nice to do that. Yeah, no, it's no. hard to do it in the city, I guess. But and my boy and I were sitting at the front and, uh, and the just horse, pulling, horse and it was just so, such a beautiful like. He was like. Too, I guess like Lord, he might yes. don't remember later but he will see the photos and yeah. I just go how nice to go and have your funeral full of people because you make so many people happy yeah. in your life so I think that's the most fulfilling thing
0: and you mentioned your grandmother um, to me because um your grandmother I've, I've heard a lot about as well but you've often said to me that he's almost like a healer or a medicine yeah man. What so do you this mean is, by that
1: so he so my grandpa he was always a medicine man in town so that's what I uh, they have a lot of people who who love them as well he and my grandma helped him, obviously. He he created all these formulas. He believed that everything that you use has to come from the place you are. So he would use native Mexican plants for native Mexican so people. Bit,
0: is it a bit almost... Because um, I think about this with honey, like home, homeopathy, home, homeopathics. Yeah. Get that out. Spell that. Homeopathics. To me, it's like on like. So if I... When I lived in an area, I was had a pollen. and... Um, Reaction, so Mm -hmm. I kept thinking it was gluten and all these things but it turned out I was allergic to the outside right so this very wise man said to me a farmer so sometimes it comes back to a farmer where we live up in northern New South Wales just have the honey don't have any honey from anywhere but here and I'm like why and he goes because you're allergic to pollen and that honey is the pollen that you're allergic to so start eating it and it'll go away and you know what i've never had it ever since it's and incredible the, yeah and i think it's a similar thing with what the you're answer is
1: always there we just right keep on digging us. really far away and yeah which is what we did to this world now we're bringing things from i do that and i feel guilty for the three big things you know that pollute the world airplanes like you're pretty pure though you're pretty pure. meat and plastic you know it's hard yeah, to cover all but these things that you do to the world though,
0: if we go back to grandpa what did he
1: teach you? Well, he teached me to, um, uh, there's a lot I learned and there's a lot of I'm trying to put back into what we do with our brand. But is it's, uh, with my grandpa, he always said to me, um, people people will be fine as long as they trust it and they believe it. But a lot of the treatments today, it's hard to go on a patient where they just, don't believe in it like sometimes like if you believe in science and the medicine and you then you're going to have a treatment so then you just go for it and have it full time and feel it and understand it and believe in it and i always say if you think about right now Kylie just think about a lemon and then if you have an audience now that is listening to us hopefully a lot i can say to them one thing on a lemon now and just squeeze it in your mouth you feel watering already do you feel that? Oh yeah. As in, so means yes, your yeah. mind yeah. is yeah, so did. powerful. Like, yeah. I know.
0: Yeah. So I always yeah. say
1: that to people. Like
0: I'm I know saying, that when I was talking about honey, you visualize the honey on the farm straight away. Yeah, yeah. 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 Same and thing. then you just
1: feel sweet on your yeah, mouth. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. this is how powerful our our mind is. Yeah. And my grandpa said, look. I can do all this, but you need to trust it and believe. Believe is everything. And I said, okay. So I came one day. I had had like a skin tag. He
0: had um, people that were coming to him. For example, with me, he he,
1: he, he had people with kidney stones, anything, you know, with no vision. Yeah. Like you cannot imagine I, I could go on a list of what I really saw with my eyes so many things and he just heals it with herbs and then he let it in the night in a glass through the full moon and all these things and we always go oh he's so crazy loco loco you know I don't like,
0: I'm like but well, I, I want more but of this story. but when I was little
1: you just see oh that's okay and you know my my, so you had something on your skin? I have, I have like, a little skin tag. Like, it always bothered me because my friends didn't want to grab my hand or oh, things bless. like that. I was little. When you look. I, look, I still have that like, yeah. a little bit in my hand. And he just, um, I said, oh. oh, because this. And then my mom, <laughs> it wasn't one of those. My mom never was like, I'm going to take you to the dermatologist. She was never like that. She wanted to put lemon in everything, onion and everything, and just like, <laughs> like, I don't un-heated, know. Un-heated. I was never the girl who, who got sick very often. We got go really beautiful food. My mom was very simple in her cooking, and always she never was i'm gonna get coke i like never have coca-cola in my house so she she was always just like she was when she was in her farm when she was little so she even though we live in the big city we always have very simple food yeah and my my dad was agree with that so my brother and i have a beautiful food so all how the time
0: did he, how did he get the he just he just
1: head. grabbed the the you know from a fig tree yeah he grabbed a fig
0: yeah
1: and when you rip it you get this milk,
0: yeah, and really, just, yeah. I oh, know the milk, but did he put that on there? Yeah,
1: and it just got really, really hard and then fall off, that's crazy. just like that. And now I take you know, my daughter has something and, and go to the doctor, like, you're gonna have nitrogen, you're gonna put all yeah. this cream. Yeah, you yeah, gotta, yeah, yeah. And I was like, where are the fig trees? And I just can't, find, know, one. I can't find one, you know, I'm like, oh, you no. find one
0: up our way. Oh, Okay, so I had So to when go. you come up, we'll get some fig, fig tree milk we and we'll go. preserve it, yeah. Um, so. Okay, we, we've done our chihuahua with the grandparents, that's fantastic and that's such a beautiful story. So then you went, did you go and, what did you go and study when you were kind of So after,
1: um, well I did have a lot of going on with,
0: uh, with my house, like
1: at my, in my house in Mexico we, my family had a bit of a, of a, of a stone because my, my dad had a car accident, my family had a car accident, so when I was 15, so I was in a Montessori school. Uh, always, you know, with this creative, beautiful school. Oh, yeah, it was a beautiful school. Love that. Um, and then when I finished, literally on oh, high school, nearly, I have to do um, a beautiful uh, uh, like commitment. That since then it just changed everything. Which my mom called me and then she said, uh, look. We had an accident. Your dad is not well. He he had to have a replacement on his leg, on his femur, and uh, and you are. I was 15, and Mama, she said, I uh, you need to help me out. I have a client. She started to doing her own thing because she was always more helping my dad at home, and then she decided to start her own job. She's an anthropologist, and then my dad is an economist, and then she decided to do real estate. So she started with a couple of houses close to her house. And then she said, I'm going to try to sell this house. And she showed me the house. So when the accident happened, I was on my own uh, at home with my auntie. She said, you have to go and show the <coughs> house. And I said, I want to show the house. And she said, yeah, you have to go. I'm in, I'm in the middle of Norway in this hospital with your dad because where they travel, they had the accident. And you have to go and look at this house. and Because I have an appointment today and I know these people is going to buy it. So you just gotta show it to them. So you just put some lipstick some on. nice dress, lipstick on, <laughs> and, you go. and I was like, I'm 15. I don't think I was wearing high heels or anything. I just went there, and he said, you can do it. And you show them again the house, just smile, be happy, give them a good energy, and uh, and that was like my first commitment to do like a real job. So I went there, and, you and, loved it. You and I loved and it. I loved it. And then I was in this house with this couple and they actually bought the house so that was a huge thing for me that was like okay I can help my parents I I can do something to help them because then my dad literally he just had to be in bed for a year and all my life changed so much I couldn't go anymore to the Montessori school that was a private school so I had to start in a public school and um, to finish my high school and then my mom uh, decided to start a food business because he couldn't work anymore the way he was And, uh, and we just have to keep going with the bills and maintain the house and uh, so she prepared this beautiful food called tamales so it's like a corn cake Yum. that goes okay, in a in a corn leaf Amazing. inside and then they they're filling with a with this beautiful like roast chilies with cheese or with mm-hmm. beans or with um uh, shred pork or things like that. It's a beautiful food and they wrap all go the they a, wrap up in uh mm-hmm. in this the, the leaf of the corn mm-hmm they wrapped and then they steamed them in a big pot. Yum. And then that's what you sell for, for parties, for birthdays or things like that. So we start selling that and, um, and to sell them, my mom decided to grab the phone and start calling through the you know the yellow pages then, because that was a long time ago, that was like uh, 25 years ago. Yeah, you know, 30, yeah, like 28 years ago. Mm. So she just at home looking after my dad and then she had another lady helping her in our kitchen making these things and she just grabbed the yellow pages and started grabbing phone by phone, street by street and say, okay, I'm gonna pick a street. And I say to her, well, mom, I need to go do my braces. I had braces on. I had this, even though my name means the princess of the smile, I had a really bad smile. So then I had all these braces everywhere. And I said, "Mom, it's the time for my braces." And she said, "Oh, we need to pay for this. Oh my like, tamale! Do yeah, you, am you know, pay you for know like every time you take your kids to the mm-hmm. dentist, you like another yeah. two, three hundred, five hundred braces are, but, are well, next level with yeah. Partners, so that's yeah. what happened. Then I was like, yeah. okay, so you need to do braces. Well, you need to make some money to pay them because we can't do it. And I was like, okay, so the street where the braces were, <laughs> the, the dentist was in a beautiful suburb. So the whole street is called Rio Nasa's in a very nice suburb in Monterrey. So she said, I'm going to call all the phone I have in Rio Nasa. So she grabbed the yellow page and she started calling number one, number two, number three. And she said, hi, I am this Mexican lady selling the tamales. Can you believe it? She sold tamales, which is like tacos, by phone. And I said, mom, I can't believe you're doing this. And she said, it was her own marketing way to do this. And Love I was it. like, and it was successful. that's crazy. And that's how she started. And I decided to go with her. And people, she had a nice energy through her voice because I said, that's a bit intimate to call someone just like that and answer the phone. Mm. Well, she did it and she got the phone call and she did her sales. And then we start selling like by the dozen, by the hundreds and by the 500. So that's how the business keep on going. They last more than five years with this business. And that's how I got paid my university.
0: What did you study at university?
1: I studied to be a nutritionist. Yeah, that that makes sense. A bachelor for four years, yeah. (laughs) And then I spent two years in my thesis, so it lasts six years, which I didn't want to do. What was the thesis on? It was in pregnant ladies. Right. So I I dig into a beautiful study, a hundred ladies, I watched them giving birth and I grab the umbilical cord, That's the right. yeah. the water, and yeah. then that we measure it in the laboratory to see the amount of uh, minerals the mom passing the baby because yeah. in Mexico preeclampsia is very high. Yeah, so in Australia our, uh, too. Yeah, yeah in yeah. Mexico is 10%, what well, I don't know now, I yeah, shouldn't lie, really but uh, it's yeah. very high and then if, if it's bad it goes to eclampsia if you get high blood pressure. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It was really amazing to do this, and, and I just go... It was just nice, it was just brave to see all these women, and I was a student, and I got lucky to so do this. So you in
0: Mexico City No,
1: I, I, my thesis was in Mexico City because it's, it's the National the national Nutrition Institution. Uh, is, this a, is this it's, when along came Juan? It's long, huge, it's the biggest in Latin America. Latin America. Is this when along came Juan? Eh, well, sort of. yeah, so that was in Mexico City, and then Juan, my lovely husband... A little a little older than me, a couple of years, he already finished his degree. Yeah, yeah. He's an industrial engineer. So he travelled the world and then he ended up in Australia. When he ended up in Australia, he loved it. Downtown, Who doesn't love Bondi. Australia? Well, we're sitting
0: right now, you and I. This yeah. is um, this is where we all met really. Yeah. Uh, but Juan had been here for quite a few years before you before came
1: me. Over. Yeah. So he was here so happy, love Australia and then those days the visas and everything was different you had to go back to your country to get your residency granted and he, he he had a beautiful man sponsor him. Mm. He was a, a Mexican guy with mm. a French bakery. That's right, Marco. So, Marcos, so incredible. In I case. think he was one of the first Mexicans ever touch this country. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there were not many Latin people then yeah. in here. And yeah, that's um, right. that yeah. was in the 90s. Yeah. So, uh, my husband went back to Mexico and then yeah, all the love stories start from there because I, I finished my my Degree, I finished my thesis and you I was in like Mexico a year City.
0: Apart though, you yeah, know, yeah. Was so he yeah.
1: we kind of started going out because my cousin was his friend, yeah. they studied together at, at high school. So when he went back, he had a party and a beautiful party. His parents are incredible, he's got a beautiful parents as well. And, and he just like, let's go to the party at Juan's house. I was like, yeah, let's go because he's just coming back from Australia. I was like, oh, great, let's go. And I just went to his party. I was single, he was single. He just a story started. And then he moved back He wasn't the the guy that I met in Mexico. He was already the guy who travelled the world, right. you know? And so he went so back to it was to so exotic like, for me. Yeah, I love it. And I, he, I, he went back and he just made this story about Bondi and Tamarama yeah. where he was living. He was yeah. backpacking anyway. Yeah. I didn't arrive on a mansion with a pool. Anyway. So <laughs> but, let me
0: just... Cut, I'm going to tell this part yeah, of the story. Yeah, yeah. So you go, he comes back and sets up home for you or he goes to look to set up a home knowing that you're coming over and I meet I'm lucky Greg and I are lucky enough to meet this this guy called Juan who was walking around one day looking at an apartment underneath us and he's like hey hey you know like in in Tamarama and it's like and we're like, what, what are you, what's your story? And straight away, like it was instant friendship, connection, conversation. And then it, he moved in and then we got to know him. And then we, he's like, oh, you know, my beautiful girlfriend is coming over. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, we've got to fix up the apartment. You know, you're a bit of a bachelor one. I'm not, I'm not sure what you're doing here. We need to fix it up, make it look better. And she's going to come come over. And then you arrived. And I remember looking over the balcony too and going, who is this exotic gorgeous Jennifer Lopez-esque looking woman who's just come Ah, to come on, Jennifer come Lopez. On. We're pretty beige here. You walk I don't in look you're... like Jennifer Lopez now in the Super Bowl. She's 15, I'm 45 and I want to look like her. Anyway, for have... us here, who are quite beige, <laughs> we, well, you walk in and we're like, whoa, and I'm not even great. Well, we're I like, was, was 23, this... I was young. And you are a talker like me, which means a good thing because you're a communicator. So the fact that you couldn't really speak that much English didn't stop you, which is great because that's how you you learn English really quickly, which is like me if I was to learn a language, because you don't like things stopping you from talking. So you said- Remember gonna... you teach me how to use the microwave? <laughs> yeah, all of it. But, but you wanted to, you and I wanted to, because we're both talkers, and we're yeah, both Sagittarians, yeah. we had so much connection going, I was heavily pregnant. And I was like, how do we communicate? How are you and I going to communicate? Because clearly we have to communicate. So we went out into the garden and you said to me, I had studied nutrition, the best way for me is from my grandfather, no, you said the best way is me through plants, like yes. this, right? So we yes. went out and started going, and you go, oregano, with this beautiful accent, and you know, basil, blah, blah, blah. And we'd get to, every now and then we get to a word that had no relationship with it at all, like oregano sounds like oregano. You'd say something, and I'd go, I have no idea what you're talking about. And then you would say to me, once you did that, you started telling me about your grandfather and how he was medicinal with herbs and blah, blah, blah. Then you said to me, I've got a dream one day that I want to do natural cosmetics this was just a simple conversation we were having I also have another friend not, I have another friend at Kiki K Christina Carlson, who had the same conversation with yeah, me about yeah, stationery yeah. you two yeah. I always go because I remember those conversations and I'm like yeah. they actually did it they actually worked really really hard and became these hugely successful brands yours is called Ari Perez this is the first time we have mentioned this on the podcast because yeah. it's a good time to mention it because that little little interlude there when you arrived in Australia how long did it take you to get to the stage where you launched this brand Ari Perez after that do
1: you think it's just (laughs) i think that was well i can say my brand now is around 17 years Mm -hmm. in mexico it's been eight years now because we got our other office there and i've been in australia 21 years yes so it took me maybe four years since i arrived and when i arrived and i met you um you just make me feel like okay this is the right country to be because you (laughs) and greg i think the first australians i met and and you were so
0: because beautiful and exemplary. open
1: and I was like oh I love these guys I can make it in this country, my English was terrible, still is, you know I don't really it's do much so interviews not
0: terrible. You, do you you never remember in a remember
1: when you have like your little boy and you were going to the beach and there was the, the, all the kids going to nippers? Yeah, and I remember that they said Ah, uh, you got to go to the nipples, it's so beautiful with all these kids. And So then when my family came over, uh, another friend came over and we're walking down to go to Tamarama. And I said to the guy, you have to come. It's all these nipples in the beach, it's nipples everywhere. So and fun. it was so funny, <laughs> remember that? All the
0: time.
1: And, I say, and the guy goes, let's go. And it yes. was all the nipples. I said, like, no, I wanted to say nipples. Yeah, you, but I was you, like, you, you so opted, bad. You used to
0: say, um, um, show us your tits for the teeth. Yes. The, in the in the photo. In uh, yeah. But you know what? We all knew what you were saying. It didn't it's stop. So you. funny. You know English is. my so first quickly. job
1: I remember my first job was in the kitchen in the childcare here in Tamarama, still yes, there. With the the, kids. I actually had my, my daughter there when she was little. When she was two, she started all my kids started child too, at two and it was uh Kingdom Indy there in Tamarama, beautiful and and I was working there as a as a cook and then I said to my friend that was my first job when I arrived and and beautiful she um, Gillian the director she gave me an opportunity my English was so bad and then she's like yeah you can stay in the kitchen I was cooking for 30 kids bolognese and all these things that we don't do in Mexico (laughs) I was like okay I can do this fish and chips and And it was I love food and I was like and then
0: he comes home and I would have been on my own all day with two little children no family around me and you would become like our family which was so important because i just give me the kids i was going mad inside and i and I, an and I put them in the uh, in the hammock remember yeah, well particularly our older son because he's got a real palette for really strong chili and like that really hot mustard doesn't even touch the sides on him and we swear it's because you gave him like, all, this, all this all this spicy little... food yeah. no no he's really into it he, his yeah. palate is really cool I love okay him. so so Airy perez is this beautiful natural cosmetic and skincare company let's bring it out now, that you have developed for 17 years and it's a really successful brand. It was ahead of its time because you were talking yeah. about um, you know, natural cosmetics way before anyone else was in my opinion. I happened to be working with a natural skincare company at the time and I hadn't heard anyone speaking about... Cosmetics, And I remember thinking, this is crazy. We're doing all these beautiful facials and all these, trying to have all these great ingredients and all the rest of it. And then straight away the women come, you told me this actually, and the women come out and you're like, you know, what's in those products? And I, So we worked. I worked out from you that they're putting petroleum on their face straight after having these natural facials and things, you know. Yeah. So we were looking about the skincare but we weren't thinking about the makeup, is my take on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you said, I've got, I'm Sweet Armando Mascara, that was your number one product. Form. Yeah, and then from there, you've got how many in your, in your range now? Like More than 90, <laughs> yeah, a yeah, nearly 100. Yeah, there's but so it many. started with this humble, sweet almond oil mascara, didn't it? Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. So what yeah. happened there? You just went around to the sh Well, to, you I, did what the my, I did what my mum did. did. Oh, you did. That's you what around I around did there. So <laughs> I started
1: calling. So what I did is um, <laughs> I started uh, the, the, just building this formula out of the blue on my own. And then I discovered a, a beautiful guy in Mexico who helped me to really put together the formula and I said well I don't need water on the mascara then why will I need it? So then I don't need parabens. It wasn't a big thing then. That was a long time ago, 17 years ago. And I remember the Health Emporium, this beautiful shop still in Bondi. Yeah, yeah. They were very ahead of their time as well because they started Correct. when no one else had it. Yeah. And um, and I just that store was so nice. They always had the veggies and everything. And I was, the organic milk, it was so different. Yeah. And usually just had one brand and there That's was right. no butter. Vegan wasn't on trend then. Not we just really. have all this organic food and... And I remember saying to my family in Mexico, it's just in Australia people really care. You go to a coffee shop and they have a little, little beautiful sugar bowl and you just got a spoon. And that was 20 years ago where Bonda have cafes like that. Mm. They didn't have the sugar in an envelope and splendor and all these things you know sweet low and all these things that they got mm. in other countries and I remember coming from you know a lot of family in, in the U.S. and all the toxicity in the food is everywhere mm. is and and I feel so connected to Australia I feel like I had all these um ideas and and um uh, uh, cre- creativity feel that I wanted to do, and I just feel that this country just give me that nurture of they follow what, what it is natural. The Australians love That's outdoors; yeah. they're beautiful. I was actually saying last week to my to my friend, I never met any culture like like this. How, how all they give to the country, how much they fight the, the Australian weather. It just makes people so strong. You know, you go flood, fires like it's just incredible
0: We're what you guys do
1: here oh my goodness i cannot say like and i and natural people I, I, always
0: describe us as down to earth
1: it's which best, makes sense to you that i that just find it incredible like if, if people i don't think anyone has to look in the numbers i did say to my children i said okay i explain to you now um mexico city has more people than the whole australia mm. and they go okay it's, oh, it is a city but the country, Australia, is the size of the US, mm. and they go, territorially it is. Mm. So you go, 300 million people in the US, and Australia has all this land mm. in less than 30 million. And they go, okay, so imagine what it is for such a little population maintain this whole country in the condition it is. It's incredible. Because regardless how much money enters or not, it's people who do it. Do you know what's interesting about that?
0: Because Australia's going through a real paradigm shift at the moment. Yes. Not not just because of the environment, politics, um, indigenous culture, you name it. Gay marriage, it's all there, right? We've had a massive couple of years. And not everybody thinks the way you do, Aries. So it's actually really nice to hear the antithesis of the negative which is yeah. things i just mentioned you've just given a real positive yeah. on what you see the country yes. as being so so i just think this is the, this is the real deal we
1: dealing we creating beautiful kids now that they see this they they learning things that maybe i don't know if i'm going to see the changes but my kids will yeah i just think in, I instead of yeah. i believe in everything in this world you know we can say good or bad jing or junk heaven on earth Fire and water, whatever it is, there's always the two sides, and everybody has. You you just have to pick the right side, mm. always. You can go to the shops and just pick the right product. You can go and, and and to the coffee shop and you can ask for a coffee, or you can ask for a no coffee, or an almond coffee, or sugar with a coffee. Well, like you can your ask your for cup anything. There
0: and don't take take away. Or oh, actually, plenty
1: of things you can you do. You know, I I do this thing, which is I think is funny. I don't own a coffee cup for coffee. I don't. I just have a normal coffee, like a coffee mug. And you just have your coffee there. Because the amount of time it takes me travel just around the corner here to the Timpin that I love this cafe here in Bondi. And I just go with my mug, this whatever mug that is all yellow that is here in the office. And I just grab it. And the minute they put the latte, the coffee doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't need a lid. I don't need a special cup. And I just walk back.
0: That's a really good dialogue. And
1: and they're so good that they actually have a basket with all these mugs. And then you can grab them. And they obviously with hot water clean it. And then there's no problem. And I go, if I actually need to buy a coffee, it's a very simple thing. And... I just has no lead if I really want to help the earth and I'm right there, I really need to rush. But I don't understand what is the beautiful thing of walking with a coffee. I don't understand. Why do you have to walk with it? Why do you you don't have five minutes to sit down and eat? And that happens with every food, like all the food, regardless if it's organic or not or vegan or not. Why do we have to carry food? So then you have all this incredible food in this huge plastic package takeaway so what is the good point about it? I don't understand
0: what we're doing this to the earth. Well, I think you know what. I don't think anyone's understanding it anymore. It's I think it was so just something difficult. That we did, something we did for convenience and quick, and now we have to turn it all back. Which is what yeah. I was saying before. To go and back. this is what's going now with, 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 with our brand.
1: You know, like we. I yeah, say, talk, let's talk about I'm, the brand for I'm a while. I'm going exactly. I'm going less. Like okay, I don't need every. I, I we we I design. Let's say, fourteen lipsticks, and I go nice. I love them all, and then to time I learned that I just need eight and then I have to do less I can't make because at the end I'm making rubbish in the world yeah, that's you right. know yeah. and I don't want to make another lipstick there are plenty there I'm yeah. not that brand I just need to make a couple of shades that make everyone look beautiful that's all I need that, if
0: that starts at all the big and brands I do, that's amazing you know I want
1: to be inclusive mm. so yes I am developing a beautiful deep shade uh, deep tone shade for our foundations mm-hmm. who are very popular oatmeal foundations. Fantastic, gorgeous. And to have this beautiful African-American people able to wear our product and then I'm making a very very light foundation to have now Now we're selling in Scandinavia and Norway and I want to have
0: that very light skin so tone So just on, just on the foundation, what's in, what's in that? Tell me about what's in it. It's beautiful. That. We got peach, vitamin yeah. E, oats It's like breakfast for your face. But So you know what you do and I, and I know you just do it naturally naturally beautiful but you actually mix ingredients that other people have never mixed together before, you know what which i find really unique but you
1: know because I, let's say when many people today is making brands making new products making things everybody does it so then you go to the shop and the whole shop is full of charcoal yeah why trends. charcoal everywhere Trends. and trend is, trends are killing our air. and, and it's funny when because now that i have a brand many you know suppliers manufacturers designers they offer us Ingredients, products, manufacturing. And I go, oh, you gotta, I don't wanna have an argan oil. Why would I? The whole world, like, we we finished with it. We finished already with the soy milk. Now it's all, the the soy milk around is not even good anymore. But this is what happened. (laughs) Yeah, but that's the problem. We can't do this. This is, I call this sheep's. You can't be this person. You can't just follow, 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 follow. You have to be yourself and just be inventive. Use
0: mix of things, create different that, I'd things. I'd say that's how you and I have that massive connection because we actually are a very small percentage of people that do think that way. And it, it is our gift to have that. Wide scope of not wanting to be a sheep and actually just yeah. wanting to do our own thing and believing and trusting in ourselves. Okay. So something you've done recently, which I was so proud of you for doing, because you're 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 Australian owned and operated. You guys are all Australian owned and operated. Your ingredients are coming from Mexico, so there's this real authenticity back to your homeland. But recently you launched that. So your makeup was always that, but you launched a skincare um, range, and then I, I I couldn't believe when I saw the photo of it because you again your it's your creativity you found this blue cypress oil which apparently we have so many cypress trees in this country yeah not everyone knows that yeah but i decided decided to use it because rosehip oil which i've always used right and it's a classic example of you know it's so difficult you came up with exactly this kind of what i needed to replace the rosehip oil that i've used for 35 years because i I wanted something different as well Mm. and you came up with this blue cypress oil very indigenous to our country yeah so how
1: because you, i, I want to think about because i because i want to do uh, something new that that is not everybody doing because i don't want to kill the environment like just the one thing like i was it's, it's very difficult it's like if some let's say if a mascara had palm oil it's yeah. from mexico yeah but there's no orangutans in mexico it's different yeah but it's just the one product yeah so all our products are vegan unless the mascara it does has the almond mascara is the original formula that's why we don't change it so it has beeswax that's why it's not vegan but the whole range is Mm. and we respect you know we we carbon neutral we certify by the UN. We have all these things. So is is we always uh, Juan is the one who's been working hard in getting Le- the brand. Actually, let's just say that
0: it's a husband and wife team. You mm. guys are like Juan is like the CEO of oh, the company. Everything. And he's at the top. Yeah, and you're the creative director. I woman said, woman behind everything. My
1: name is there, but the Perez is him. Well, you, I'm can, the but do you know what,
0: honey? We can't expect you to have left and right brain completely functioning all the time. We're Yeah, super no, human. Do,
1: It doesn't. So yeah. it's
0: great that you guys are, and you work really well together. We've so how did 50- you research this blue? let's go back for a second for this i'm very intrigued by this so did you just i just like read
1: i love reading and And i and i I just cypress tree and and i just no i just look at all the ingredients and i have a beautiful friend uh andrew and uh he he works he works for um for uh, it's always been in the environmental and he's now working for him actually last night um we were we we, we all going out and um and i andrew's incredible and this is exactly what i was saying I say to him, hey, are you coming over to drinks? Because we all, you know, you here and we all got together. And then he say, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. And then at a time he said, I'm sorry, I have to go to Taronga Zoo. I'm transporting some injured brush tail rock wallabies to specialized veterinary care. And I just like, oh, he's just insane. He's unbelievable. He is amazing. Like... He's always in some helicopter transporting koalas. and His love for nature is incredible. And I, uh, he texts me, I, he texts me actually, and I text and say, Andrew, it's all these incredible ingredients like uh, that are everywhere and nobody's used them. And what is very Australian? He started giving me all these different ingredients and I just start thinking, Let's see, and I started studying, like, what's really available, what's not in extinction, Mm -hmm. what is beautiful, Mm -hmm. and then what properties has, what is good for skin, what is not. And then you have to kind of, like, uh, work something new, Mm -hmm. so something that no one else, because if everybody has kale salad every day, then what's going to happen to kale? kale. And then avocados, now avocado is this big thing. Mm -hmm. In avocados, they used to just fall off the trees and go off, and now we have this problems in mexico with the avocados and the drug dealers <laughs> you know it's like oh my yeah. goodness so i think it's all about being authentic and unique you remember well, the words
0: well yeah i was just gonna say so up on the uh, but i think i think they're two good products that we really spoke about then are for area perez natural cosmetics and skincare is the the inception product which is the almond oil the sweet almond oil Mascara, which you haven't changed, and it still sells really well. It's you know very, very signature product. And then the new invention of your skincare, but using blue cypressol in the country that you call home. I just love it, and it's a stunning product. I have to say. And then uh,
1: the my other serum has Kwandong, I know, yeah, and the It's beautiful. Opaya. Opaya
0: is also very. Yeah, friendly, all Australian. this. Uh, it's
1: all made in Australia. So yeah. I'm
0: looking. at, You've won my heart, shakes I've walked into walked into your office in Bondi and. You've got butcher paper up on the... We're very similar. Yeah, uh, I'm old style. But I do this all the time. Butcher paper up on the... Don't give me a whiteboard. Give me paper. It's, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, I love it. It's like it. you feel like an artist. And you've got words here. We're going to end with this area because I want to know a little bit about this. So identity, genuine, kind, fun, frank, fearless. Words that I love. And fun. And fun again. Double fun. Yes. We always have that with you, though. Double, Double fun. fun. So, so tell me about that. What's that for? Is that for your because, staff? Because um, it's
1: my staff. So every time they are walking here... We all have staff at home and everybody's so beautiful. We're a big family now with 38 people now between here and Mexico, uh, plus obviously manufacturing I just as a team. And I love um, the, the the love that is between all of us as a family. And as, as husband and as wife, we've been married 20 years, my husband and I, 10 with our kids, 10 with kids, and now 15 years in business together. And some of our employees, they've been with us all, all this time and every time a new person comes, because the team is growing, I I always remember to to write down these words and say, this is what I want to project. If we visit a client, if someone comes in, if we're thinking in names for products, if we're developing something, this is what we want. We want to give this vibe to people. This is what the brand is about. When we're taking photographs, we're not selling sexy, we're selling happy. We have, you know, I always tell people here, you can just grab this uh, carrot color pot that I have, and you just put it on your cheeks and lips and quickly and you smile. And the highest point of your cheeks, it just makes you look happy and young. Because this is what I want to uh, sell, I want to sell uh, the, the feeling so then you have the attitude, so then you're happy out there in this world full of like infinite possibilities for wrong, for wrong or for right. We have to be ready with a good attitude to,
0: to just be here for whatever happens it's because definitely, um, we um, live Perez, in difficult times. Eri Perez is a, um, a lifestyle brand. I would absolutely call it a lifestyle because behind, you know, at the simple Be True Chicken Lips, for example, is a lifestyle. And you talk a lot about And that, the names, you? Happy, Holly, All you know, those, Charm,
1: yes. Fun, Joy. So
0: my <laughs> friend, my dear, dear friend, we're going to wind this up and I did give you the nods up, heads up on this, which I don't always do, so I must be kind to you, um, is who and where yeah. inspires you? So who inspires you?
1: Well, always going to say my family. Yeah. Always, always My husband, my kids, my beautiful. mom and dad beautiful. My grandparents That's so And beautiful. the place is obviously Mexico I always I, I love as, Australia so... Australia stole my heart And everything and I love it here But I, every time I leave Mexico I go every year, we spend nearly three months a year there yeah, And every time I come, I cry I don't want to leave And I just arrive and I know I'm home And Australia is my home But I just, I'm so connected to my country. I don't know how I'm going to split myself. And my kids are, they fully speak Spanish and everything. And I, every time we go, we're like, oh, I want to stay there. And I said, okay, no. Then I arrive here and I love it. So I think this business is just making me connect and be able to, as long as I have health,
0: just be there and be here. Share your love to both countries, hey? Yeah. Well, beautiful to talk to you today, Eri Perez, my dearest, dearest friend. And adios. Adios, gracias.